Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching going in the Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure yeah. to hit that subscribe button. And the notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Yeah. Be sure to check that out. Man, I was I was shocked and disappointed. I've been I was more disappointed this morning when I woke up than any other time in my life. Why? I woke up. And the very first video for my Slow Wolf Pack series, my NBA 2K20. Do you not understand? I am on road to YouTube NBA 2K millionaire. Say that. Over at my new YouTube channel. You're not getting there until I design you some new shoes. That's a good point. I don't know why you haven't made that video yet. Because you up, you got the game on your PS4 back here and didn't have your save on it. Hold so it'd be all second. for naught. Uh, so I've got this new YouTube channel. I want you all to subscribe to it. And here is the YouTube web address. Oh, YouTube.com slash channel slash uppercase U, uppercase C, uppercase H. I think that's like an L or an uppercase I. K, uppercase Q, uppercase W. Put a link in the description. This is ridiculous. Lowercase P. This is ridiculous. This is like a lot more letters. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't have a custom URL yeah, yet. Wait till you get your custom URL, and then you can start doing that. Look at this right thing. now, this thing's been up for five hours. It's got ninety-seven lousy views. What am I even putting what all this time expect? into this for? You're, a, you're an upstart channel. It's competitive out there. You expect to have an edge already because you got a pro wrestling podcast? No, you got to start from the bottom, man. This I look. Did I even put any tags on this video? This should be, look, in the title it says NBA 2K20. That should automatically get me 50,000 views. Uh, Building Dynasty. I don't think it works That's that what way. it's called. Slow Wolfpack Building Dynasty. On Right now on the Twitter, at RealGoingInRaw or at MFSteve here. You can find a link there. It's my pinned tweet on my personal channel. Look, it's only 269 subscribers. So at least that's, mm. a, that's a good thing. You get to, to 69. I think 69. I have to get it to like 1,000 subscribers when I can monetize. Yeah. So... I mean, I'm only a fourth of the way there. I'm tired yeah. of this. Yeah. Everybody disappointed me. That's what happened. Everybody just, y'all let me down. Really? That's what really happened. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, bud. It's okay. I know sorry you. to hear that, man. I know you. Anyways. Uh, so, wrestling last night. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's back. Making his return. Uh, and he came out to challenge, of course, Kofi Kingston. He yes. didn't want to challenge for the... Intercontinental Championship. He don't want no part of Shinsuke no. Nakamura. No. He said, Kofi, your time is up. Turn yourself in, in son. Uh, so what do you think of that? I mean, it's kind of expected, right? Yeah, it's entirely it was, predictable. That's something that we've been saying, I think, I feel like for months. 
Yeah, no, ever since, I mean, the Fox deal was brokered, it was like, oh, who are they going to want? They're going to want Brock Yeah. Uh, when the writing was on the wall for the Universal Championship. So it's yeah. not really a surprise. No. Nope. Uh, what did you think of SmackDown last night? It was fun. I love the way it ended. Yeah, that was cool. I, I, very few uh, teams can be as uh, wantonly destructive as, I don't know what they're going to call them now, but the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Like, they have a way of tearing up a ringside area and beat people up that sounds like they're doing it with complete and utter abandon. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they're actually hurting people. Yeah. Do we? Is there any word on uh, uh, what's the name? Todd Phillips. Tom Phillips. What's mm-hmm. the name? Mike Tom. Tom. Hey boy, he got laid out. Yeah. He was selling a big time. I think it was probably just sell. Maybe job, that's why. He was maybe that's time. why uh, Russell votes saying he's not going to be on Raw instead of be Vic Joseph because Tom Phillips got laid out. So yeah, Russell votes is claiming that they found out that it's going to be Vic Joseph and Dio. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I think WWE is just tossing out all sorts of misinformation. That could be. They are on a mole purge. I think that they are just get like whoever fed uh, Dave Meltzer that info about Cedric Alexander getting buried. Yeah, even though he was in a fairly prominent spot. Yeah, on Raw, he's on TV. Yeah, uh, it's misinformation. Mole fired. Could be. You're done. That could be. You're near all these moles, man. That's what's happening. That's entirely possible, man. So uh, Dio Madden, uh, who I actually like. Yeah, uh, I thought. I thought. I think these the last two weeks, episodes he's been doing I've seen really, 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 really well. Uh, so I'm willing to give that a shot if that's if that's the thing. But what the heck's going to happen to Tom Phillips? He going to go to the Fox Sports One show? That's a waste of his talent. It really is. Yeah, know. he's really good. I know he's really good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's come back. Who knows? Um, yeah, that SmackDown was good. I really liked the way it ended. I thought at first when I saw Brock come out, I was thinking, why didn't they end the show with this? Because that's sort of Brock should be ending shows. Yeah. And then when I saw how they actually ended the show. Uh, I was pretty good, man. I was freaked out over Daniel Bryan, though. Boy, they were yeah, roughing man. him up. Yeah, man. Whenever he does a sort of up. intense bump, it's it's it, it's cause for concern. Usually, the first thing he does is grab his head. What did you think of that uh, Eric Rowan sit down interview? I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I thought it was actually very. Yeah, good. Yeah, I thought there was a lot to really like. I like that he uh, that he uses uh, what what do you call it? I guess the abbreviated version of everybody's first name, Dan, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Tom. <laughs> I like that, and I really appreciate. That and I know that ever since he's aligned with Daniel Bryan, I'm pretty sure they've used his first name. But uh, they haven't done the thing, you know, when the Bludgeon Brothers were a thing, it just became Harper and Rowan. Yeah, actually, when he when he first aligned with Daniel Bryan, what it, it was just Rowan. Just Rowan, right? It's been three weeks, a month. Okay, since they brought his first name back. Okay, in. kind of as this Roman Reigns saga started. Yeah, then they started referring to him as Eric Rowan. I like that because it yeah. humanizes the guy. Totally. <clears throat> and they even referred to Luke Harper as Luke Harper. Yeah, I mean, if you hear. Rowan just sounds like henchman. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Whereas Luke Harper, you're like, oh, as you said, it humanized him. And I love that there is a concerted effort to move him away from uh, from uh, henchman status. Mm-hmm. Like he directly addressed it, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. That's a thing? Yeah. Should have known that before the show. I know. That's my bad. <laughs> that's okay. We'll figure it out. Um. So, anyways, yeah, good stuff. Yes. Anyways, uh, we yeah. All, probably... I like all this. Uh, the, the Orton. Well, let's get to it because this first this first match was actually a lot of fun. Um. So the show kicks off with a match. Uh, the New Day taking on the Revival and Randall Orton, FTRKO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I thought this was yeah. It was a fun match. I mean, it it was it was decisive in the end uh-huh. for obvious reasons. Yes. Um. Yeah, it looks like Randy Orton's quantum leaping either to vacation or to a different feud. Potentially. Uh, potentially. I don't. The, the draft is coming up in a little bit less than a month right now. Yeah. Um. Kind of odd that they're having the draft. What is it like? It's the. Uh, it's the it's the second SmackDown on Fox. Yes. Not the first one, but the second yes, one. Correct. Um. So I wonder if they're going to use that first one, just sort of wrap stuff. It feels like they're setting stuff up for that. Like, I know one thing that Meltzer had said is that he doesn't expect the rosters to really vary that much Mm-mm. between what it is now. It's just the idea that it's going to be a hard split. Yeah, and then after the draft. So I wonder what that's going to be like. I mean, it, it feels like I still kind of feel that what we see on those SmackDown ads, like I think Becky's going to go to SmackDown. She's the she, but that man. She'd have to lose that title quick. Yeah, she had to like lose right at, at, at Hell in a Cell, which is a possibility. It is. Well, I mean, Hell in a Cell happens after the first SmackDown but by Fox. two days. But yeah, by two days. Yeah, and then you have the draft, and then so you got Sasha staying on Raw, and then Becky coming over to SmackDown. It's entirely possible. Again, it'd be interesting to see if Fox would 
able to wield that much power. Um, I kind of, yeah, I kind of, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting dynamic. It'd be fascinating a couple of years from now, somebody writes a book and all this stuff. Yeah. Because the dynamic between the two networks seemingly is, is pretty interesting. Yeah. I was actually really surprised. We even heard the words Fox on SmackDown last night. I was thinking about that too. Um, it's almost as if whenever they said it, they, they would kind of hush it a little bit. I know, I know, I know. I <laughs> not like too. people are apprehensive about it. I know. But, I mean, I remember when, I mean, I vaguely remember when WWE left USA for, what was it, TNN or Spike or whatever it was mm-hmm. before. Um, had they become, they hadn't become Spike by the time it left, huh? I don't believe so. It was always so. TNN. Um, I mean, I remember even back then they would like, they would mention it. Yeah. Uh, like, you have to do that to a degree. Totally. But, uh but yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. So new day. Uh, they were on a pretty good roll before the commercial. Back from commercial, uh, FTR KO had the upper hand. That, that is not gonna. I don't think that's gonna last. Sadly, there's there's no. no reason for them to be together if they're not fighting the new day. I know. Unless they're gonna take on another three man faction. Which I know. Doesn't really make any. I know. I don't even think there is one. Uh, anyways, they're working over Xavier Woods's knee. Woods hits a missile drop kick on Dawson. Gets the hot tag to Kofi. He clears the ring. He hits an SOS on Orton, but Dawson breaks up the pin. Uh, the Revival take out Big E and Woods. Kofi kicks Dash off the apron, goes for a trust fall, but gets caught by Orton. Randy drops him with a draping DDT, and the momentum then swings to Randy Orton. Yes. Uh, after that, uh, Randy gets ready for an RKO, but tags in Dash. They're going to go for the super duper. Super. The FTRKO, the super RKO. Uh, but Big E pulls Orton out of the ring. Orton really did seem like he was sort of on autopilot last night. I know. Makes me think that, that dude's either going on vacation or he's just, he's like, you know what? Why am I even doing this right now? I know. <laughs> because when uh, when Big E went to pull him out of the ring, like he sort of just touched his feet and Orton just sort of did this goofy fall. Yeah, I know like that too. Like this goofy jump fall. I know. And uh, and then he goes out of there. It's it's so funny how much he telegraphs when he is phoning it in. I know. Uh, it's actually kind of amusing at this point. I know. He, he uh, it's a case of senioritis. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's had that for a while. Well, off and on for sure. That's for darn sure. Uh, let's see here. Where was I? Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. He gets driven into the ring post by Big E. Uh, Kofi uh, then is able to get the double DDT on the revival, which doesn't make a lick of sense. No, guys. it doesn't, but it looks great. <laughs> it looks great. Those guys outweigh him by at least probably combined uh, at least seventy pounds or so. They probably you got thirty five individually. In, no, in oh, you comp. think individually? Maybe that's possible. Uh, yeah, maybe. Not. I would think each of them outweighs him by about thirty five pounds. Yeah, maybe that sounds right. Anyways, uh, he drops him with the DDT. Uh, double DDT, rather. Uh, Xavier Woods h- hits an elbow on uh, on Dash. Uh, Kofi pins Dawson after a trouble in paradise. Yep. So there's the match. All three members then quantum leap uh, out of the ring. So there they go. Off to go do something else. Uh, then we all get to hear. And by the way, shout out to Jess and Burl, the good yeah. friendos. They were there seemingly. They were like the Forrest Gumps. Of WWE last night. They were there for everything. They got to see Brock. They were literally two seats behind Kevin Owens when he showed up. Uh, So the shout out to them. Uh, And they were sending us pictures and stuff. Yeah. So then Brock's music hits. Brock. Bearded bearded Brock. Yeah, I like bearded Brock. Me too. I think he looks fantastic. He looks tough. He looks like he's been living in a cave for a few weeks, getting ready for a fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Brock comes out and, uh, of course, uh, Big E, he's ready for a fight yeah, he's, as he's is like, Xavier in, Woods. In here. We want this. We want this. And then Kofi says, slow down. There's three yes. of us and only one of him. And even though those odds with Brock Lesnar are fairly even, he says, you guys need to go. Yeah. I got this. I got this. Because I'm champion. Kofi saying, yes, not only am I champion, I am fighting champ, uh, more or less, I got to take care of this myself, mm-hmm. which exactly. is great. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, Brock, he saunders down to the ring. Of course, he's got Raw Executive Director Paul Heyman in tow. Yeah. It's also his advocate. Correct. Uh, <laughs> they get on, there's a great little bit of comedy here. I love that they do this. So they get on the apron. 
Paul Heyman starts his spiel, and then Brock Lesnar starts to get in the ring, and Paul Heyman's like, wait, am I supposed to get in the ring too? <laughs> so he, start, he cuts himself off. And he's like, am I supposed to get in? And Brock's like, yeah, get in here, dude. I know, that was great. <laughs> so then he gets in, and he says, my name is Paul Heyman. I'm the advocate for the beast who is about to cut your the it, so it's going about the, to be a bad day for the new day yes it is yeah and he says i'm the advocate for the beast who stands between you and a lengthy title reign yes even though uh kofi's current title reign uh i think it has surpassed roman it has cumulative and, and then batista Batista, okay, as that's w, the other as name. WWE champion. I'm, okay, I'm about I know Batista had the the Big world gold. heavyweight champion quite a while. For a while, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that's good stuff. Yes. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, and uh, he says, and I am. We are here to officially, mm-hmm. officially mm-hmm. challenge you to match at the very first SmackDown on Fox, yes. October fourth. From where's it be? Where is it at? Los Angeles, Los the An- Staples Center. Oh, Los Angeles. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and then I thought there was one more thing that I wanted to note. Kofi got on the mic and said, said "I'm a fighting champion. I accept your challenge." Mm-hmm. Brock's like, "Hey, I'm super cordial about stuff." Goes up to him, "Hey, let's shake hands." Nope. Uh-uh. F five. F five. Uh, so yeah, uh, it was, it's, it was a terrifying one too, because Brock has a big smile on his face. He extends his hand out in his huge s- meaty paw sportsmanship, but it's, it's all like hurried and Kofi doesn't have a chance to say, I don't trust that. It's yeah. just, it all happens. He just Brock was like, there was a, was his, was his fuzzy face, <laughs> huge fake smile. <laughs> right. And he drops him with a, with a with F5. F5. Oh, terrifying. Yeah. I was really hoping. I just just let Kofi get one bit of offense in. I know. Just like, you know, he goes in for the handshake uh, and then he turns it into like a a clothesline or something. But Kofi ducks, gives him an SOS, rocks him a little bit. And then, I don't know. And then Brock hits the F5. Yeah, then he hits that. I feel like, I mean, the segment has to culminate with F5. That's so scary, though. I know. So, Larson, what are the odds we're going to see a title change on SmackDown on Fox? I think high. Pretty high. I think extremely high. I think, I think I think they want to get some buzz going. Now, if they really want to make, I kind of personally, I kind of wish that they would have Kofi win, even just that match. And then they have a rematch at Hell in the Cell or whatever. If you want Brock to win the title, they're fine, or vice versa. But it'd be kind of, it'd be pretty cool if Kofi walked in there. Everybody expects him to lose. Yeah, and he somehow somehow pulls it off. I think that'd be pretty incredible. Yeah, I don't I, think it's gonna happen. No, I I agree with everything you just said, including the "it's not gonna happen" bit. Um, I'm trying to think of. I mean, it, it's funny because like you can easily justify doing it because I mean you could potentially make an even bigger story. Because I I mentioned this about about Kofi before is that you know the way to make a big bigger star out of the guy is to have him beat Roman. You know, have everybody think, oh, Roman is sort of the last guy, the last big name he hasn't fought. That's mm-hmm. got to be it for him. Mm-hmm. And then he beats Roman. And then potentially you're looking at creating, you know, a, a ne- you know, taking Kofi then to that next level where it's like, man, he's super legit. Yeah. Especially put on a really, just a really killer match. Yeah. Um, and you have the same opportunity with Brock Lesnar. I just think that oh, Brock Lesnar. greater opportunity with Brock Lesnar. It's just obvious that from a business perce- perspective, you know, Fox probably thinks, well, Brock is a massive, massive deal. Yeah. Um, Kofi has had a lengthy, fairly meaty title run. Yeah. Um, I mean, I they've mean, done everything that they, well, WWE probably feels they've done everything they can do, whether that's the case or not, to really uh, expel any doubt about uh, Kofi earning the championship. The thing is, Kofi will always exist at, I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, or a couple weeks ago, rather. He'll always exist at, there is a, there is definitely the upper echelon where Brock Roman and now I think Seth exists. Mm -hmm. And then there's everything there's, there's an echelon below that where guys like, uh, I, I, I pointed out CM Punk, for example, uh, who, yeah, he beat Cena, 
But then when it came to The Rock, he wasn't there. And they didn't have the confidence to put him in the main event at WrestleMania yeah, 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 to make yeah, that yeah. match a three uh, yeah, a triple yeah, threat. threat yeah. a three way. Um so like and that's that's a fine place to be. I mean, you're yeah. still you're like even in Daniel Bryan territory totally. there. Totally. Um, I mean, they've 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 done a really good job of establishing Kofi as a excuse me, deserving yeah, sure. Legitimate world champion. Yeah, but I mean, you're in the, and you're in there with good names. You're there like totally. AJ Styles. Totally. He couldn't beat Brock. No. Um, you know, you're in there. You're there with good names. Kevin Owens. He's in there with like Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Whatever wow. happened to that guy? Where'd he go to, man? The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. So what happened next? Next, uh, we get a Sasha and Bailey interview backstage uh sasha is asked about facing becky in hell in the cell where becky says she's going to destroy sasha and sasha's like all right that's cool i've been in the hell in a cell match has becky no, no advantage sasha and then uh they're asked uh sasha that's about facing charlotte tonight uh reigniting that rivalry and bailey kind of intervenes and says oh yeah she's not gonna talk about that we don't need to talk about that right mm-hmm. now I, I really like how Bailey is approaching her role. Same. Like it's, I don't know how to do it. Like, how would you describe it? It's just sort of like, I don't know. There's nothing cartoonishly villainous about it. You know? No. It's like, it's like the most low key heel turn there is. It really is. But it's very effective. It's just show after show. Just a little bit more mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. I like that. There's Although a, it kind of blew up a little bit. There's a lot of like snark there, you know? I know. I, I like yeah, yeah, That's is, what I like about snarky. it. It's like, it's snarky. It's nonverbal snarky. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways, uh, after that, we get a Reigns-Rowan uh, recap, uh, including everything that happened at Clash of Champions. Mm-hmm. And then we get the Eric Rowan sit-down interview with Michael Cole. Mike. And then Mike Cole says, uh, uh, Eric Rowan. And Rowan's like, you know, like he was shocked that he knew his name. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know my name? Yeah. Um, and then he, he, he gives us uh, uh, his first real motivation for doing what he did. Um, says he did it uh, to change Roman's, quote, perceived dominance. Mm-hmm. Like he felt like Roman walking around like he owned the place. Uh-uh. Yeah. Roman was tired of being disrespected. Yeah. Uh, to showcase that or to show off, to show that, he decided to uh, try to uh, take out the big dog. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cole asked him about... Luke Harper, why did Luke Harper return the way he did? And he says, if you want to ask Luke Harper a question, go ask Luke Harper a yeah. question. I'm not here to talk for him. Mm-hmm. He's my friend. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then he started talking about Dan Bryan. Yeah. Uh, Mike Cole asked him, you know, uh, what about turning on Daniel Bryan? He, he, he saw you as his equal. And, uh, and then Eric Rowan says, no, he's not my equal. I'm smarter than Daniel Bryan. His intellectual superior. Yeah. Mine is superior. He's out there playing. Oh man, is Rowan Khan? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that'd be something else. He tests me. Tests me. From perdition, something or another. Perdition's flame. There you go. Anyways, I thought it was a really, really it was solid. Good, yeah, man. I thought it was good. Yeah, he, love- the, these last two weeks he's t- had opportunities to to grab the mic and talk, and I feel like he's done a pretty solid job. Like, how much better is this? And what we saw just in this one episode. Versus the Bludgeon Brothers stuff, which Infinitely. is goofy and cartoonish. The giant and hammers. and We will come at you with our hammers. There's that thing where they're in their trailer and they broke a bunch of toys. Yo, I forgot about that's that. That's not intimidating. Like them destroying the entire ringside area at the end of this episode, that's intimidating. It wasn't like a toy ringside. It was actual ringside. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, After that, we got Mustafa Ali. I think he was actually supposed to have a match against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Sami Zayn comes out uh, just talking as he and Nakamura walk down the ring and he's like uh, we're done with the Miz my neck still hurts this cracked me up man when Sami came out because I'm not like a huge fan of this variation of Sami Zayn I think he's just people are so over it but he comes out he still has his neck brace which I think is a good touch that's a tradition Uh, 
my the thing that cracked me up is when he introduced Shinsuke Nakamura and Nakamura's music hits. <laughs> Sammy was trying to dance to it, and all he could manage was like a, some head bobs. And, and he could barely manage that. That visual did make me laugh. All right. I was. I um, they walk down the ring, and then Sammy kind of puts Ali over. Says, "I like you. You're really good." Man, you see, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's worn it before, but man. Ali's ring gear, that yellow and black, holy moly, that looks nice. He's got some great ring gear, too. He says, you're athletic, uh, you're really good, but you will never be champion. Uh, at this point, both Sammy and uh, Ali, sorry, Sammy and Nakamura in the ring, uh, kind of cornering Ali. Ali kind of looks around, says, all right. He goes, and he clocks Nakamura. Um, Sammy drops to the mat and grabs Ali's foot. Which allows Nakamura to hit a knee in the back of Ali's head, mm-hmm. and then uh, Nakamura works over Mustafa a little bit, and then ultimately lays him out with the Kinshasa. Yeah. Um, and then we see Kevin Owens walking through the crowd. Hey, this was a good point. Sorry not to cut you off. Nikhil and Chat mentions this, and this was actually my one thing about that Rowan interview. Not to go back to it, but we are. Um, Michael Cole really didn't seem that intimidated, and I thought that was one misstep there that they yeah. should have had because. Yeah. Michael Cole was giving Rowan some like guff. Yeah, he was. And I'm like, dude, he shouldn't. That shouldn't be the case. Well, I mean, it's okay to start out that way, but yeah, Rowan. Rowan should check him. Rowan's got to do something to check him. And, he should and check him and intimidate quick. Michael Cole. Yeah, that's a good point, though. And show the the, the final shot of the thing should be a, a puddle of urine underneath uh, Michael yeah. Cole's chair because he he wet himself in yeah. fear. Yeah, exactly. Of Eric Rowan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, what's that smell? Cat pee? Is that cat pee? Uh, so anyways, Kevin Owens is walking uh, down the through the crowd. He's got a seat in the lower bowl. Yeah. He takes seat. Yeah. Um, what, three rows back from Burl and Jess? Uh, something in front like of him, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then we cut backstage. Shane's back there. Uh, John Cone comes in, and he goes, someone's here to see you. Oh, yeah, Kevin Owens in the arena. And, like, Shane was just watching it on the TV. It's still – he's still on the TV. Yeah, and like, he points at him, and he says – Oh, by the way, Kevin Owens is here. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so Shane walks out, and a dude serves him some papers. Yeah, with a, with a folder. says, you've been served. Mm-hmm. A manila envelope. Yeah, and he opens Shane. That's never it good. Up. No, Shane no. opens it and kind of sighs. Mm-hmm. Deep doggy doo-doo he's in. Yeah. Uh, we come back. Shane walks down to the ring with security detail. He grabs a mic. He says, Owens. Uh, come down the ring. Let's just talk about this face to face. Security let him in. Um, so KO obliges. He walks down, hops the barricade, gets in the ring. Uh, Shane tells security to get out. Uh, Shane says, I hold in my hand here the largest wrongful termination lawsuit in history. Kevin Owens is suing him for $25 million. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, Shane wants like an explanation pretty much. And Owens says, well, look. Let's 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 look at all this. You find me a hundred thousand dollars for putting my hands on an official on Elias. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget, Shane. You put your hands on an official, me, yeah, last week, and, and he, then yeah. you fired me because I was I was biased. He was sort of a he gave some insubordinate. Ex- that's the word to use. Sorry, insubordinate. Yeah, he gave his explanation as to why he had that sort of turnaround. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the first fall. He counted it was fair and square, and then when he was being sort of you know bullied a little bit, I guess by Shane, he decided, okay, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do my best, I'm gonna help you out now. Yeah. And so he was like, can't believe I did that, but that's what I did. He um, said, I did it for my family. I did want, I yeah. can't afford that fine. I did it for my family. I did yeah. it for my career. Yeah. And what did he get out of it? Fired. He fired me because you tapped out, Shane. Yeah. It's like he can't do anything about that. Um, and uh, Owen says, I've realized that I can't beat you up. And, and have, have it really affect you. I have to go after your money, and I have to go after your pride. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kevin Owens mentions, oh, yeah, there's also a clause in the contract, which will let me say right here in the middle of this ring, Shane, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Don't know how the legalities of that works unless uh, Owens could take that $25 million and purchase SmackDown. Right, um, which, as we know, is probably not quite enough to do that. No, no. So then Shane opens up the folder and pulls it out and starts going through it, and it's like, oh, yeah. oh well, maybe. There. Got me there. He's gonna have to get his best lawyers on that. Yeah. Case. Does he have, does does this lawsuit give uh, Kevin Owens voting interest? Is he a member of the board? I mean, all he really needs to do is spend him out of the out of out of court. Yeah. Know? It's like just have it tied up in the courts. Mm-hmm. That's what I've learned, man. Just tie people up in courts, and they can't do anything. They well, then you, 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 you yeah, you do that, and then you force them to settle. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
when they can't financially. If you can outlawyer somebody, then do it. Uh, after that, we had the same AOP promo we got on Raw. Still I was fine good. watching it again. Yeah, still really good. It was still really good. Yep. That was good. Uh, and then uh, 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 hip hop star Offset, yeah, introduced Charlotte. He was wearing, of course, he's the Ric Flair drip guy, yeah, and he was wearing the Ric Flair uh, robe, yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Was oh, nice. Flair was backstage. They did a quick shot of Flair backstage with Charlotte. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see him later on. I wonder if they just were like, "Okay, Flair, Rick, come on, let's talk about this thing." <sighs> How much do you want, dude? We'll give you ten thousand dollars right now. And just <laughs> ten thousand dollars. Just to stop. Just man. stop it. Just stop it. You know, you're, 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 there's no case here. Just here. Just give us a reasonable you price. Think Vince is freaked out at all. Freaked out is probably the wrong word. Is is concerned at all about Flair leaving from the Legends contract that it's about to expire, going to AEW? Freaked out? No. Not freaked out, but like doesn't want to deal with that. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't want to deal with it. Probably throw him some he's, more money. He's probably thinking, well, the optics of it aren't great. Right. Already there, we got an Arn over there. It's like, I don't want a four horsemen reunion over an <coughs> AEW, but then again, he thinks, Well, who are they gonna get for the fourth horseman? Sid, <laughs> Lex Luger, no, <laughs> you know, you think Vince is thinking about that because yeah, I don't know, he might be. <laughs> you think his level of thought goes that deep? Who are they gonna get for their fourth horseman? I know it could be. I mean, it's he like, could be thinking, What are they gonna do? Have Sean Spears be the fourth, ha 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 ha, right. Uh, number one, these are all good questions. Does Vince McMahon know Ty Dillinger's new name? No. He doesn't, right? When Raven came back at WWE, <laughs> he says, when do we hire Johnny Polo? All right. He didn't right. know Raven's name. <laughs> right. Um, number two, who is the most likely? Sid is the most, I mean, Sid, Sid's not really synonymous with horsemen though. No, you like Barry Windham. Who's more synonymous with horsemen, Sid or Luger? Barry Windham. Well, between those two. Barry Windham is super synonymous with horsemen. I'm going to say Sid for this reason. The reason that RoboCop got brought into WCW was to counter the power of Sid. So whether Sid is more synonymous with horsemen than Luger, I don't know. Sid is the more influential. Okay, fair enough. As a number of horsemen. Okay, fair enough. Um, Yeah, I mean, they could bring in Barry Windham. I mean, Barry Windham has claim. Like, wasn't he the guy they put in instead of Ole for the Hall of Fame? Yeah. It was Windham, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they can they could totally get one. Totally. Yeah. yeah, he might want to, he he might want to prevent that from happening. Yeah, Understanding the other pieces are all in place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should Flair sign an AEW deal? No. That's a huge if still though. I wonder how much uh, sway Charlotte has over Ric Flair's comings and goings. I don't know. Apparently, according to the TMZ thing, she wasn't happy about the <clears throat> the trademark filing. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we got uh, Charlotte versus Sasha. Man, these these two always put on really fun matches. I know, I know. I like they replayed the uh, the thing that happened on Raw too. I'll I'll never get used to Charlotte strutting down in those high heels I and know. dropping a boot. I know, that was awesome. And then circling around to grab the chair. That's great. I know. That was great. Uh, so fun match towards the end. Uh, Charlotte boots Sasha out of the ring, hits a moonsault ringside on both Sasha and Bailey. Uh, Charlotte tries to get back in the ring. Bailey holds on to her foot. Sasha rolls her up. Sar- uh, Charlotte kicks out. Charlotte puts Sasha in the figure eight, and then Bailey runs in to break it up. Mm-hmm. Ref calls for the bell. Uh, Sasha and Bailey, they're double teaming Charlotte, beating on her, beating her up. Uh, Carmella comes out to yeah, make the save, which is that cool. Was cool. That was neat. Because um, her and Bailey were close. Yeah, so Carme- Carmella pushes Bailey over, and so Bailey's sitting kind of in the corner. <laughs> Acting like this, like, what the heck? What the heck? I thought we were cool. What the heck, Carmella? I thought we were cool. And then uh, Sasha comes up behind Carmella. Carmella drops her with a super kick. And then Charlotte sends Bailey out of the ring with a giant boot. Uh, So earlier in the match, I thought this was hilarious. Bailey started acting like she was going to remove the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte, like, she did it so Charlotte could see. I know, that was good. (laughs) See, it's that stuff. It's that little, like, needly stuff that I really like. The low-key stuff. So uh, I do like that they're introducing Carmella. I understand that it's totally so that they can get either Sasha or Bailey to to beat somebody. Mm -hmm. They have to win against uh because charlotte is now obviously a face like she's doing the moonsault yeah. and like she's revving the crowd up and stuff yeah so that was kind of a, a low-key effective face turn there for charlotte yeah kind of that was cool um and uh and i do like that they're that this four horsewoman thing 
is even if it's to, to eat a loss, they're able to swing in and bring other women who are tangentially related to the story at yeah. hand yeah. Uh, into the equation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm happy they're they're cool. they're uh, involving Carmel in this because mm-hmm. she's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, next, Baron Corbin, King of the Ring, coronation. <laughs> he was so genuinely excited to put on. Oh heck yeah, man! Cape, the cape, the, the crown. crown, hold that scepter, and he dropped his uh, his promo. I can be a harsh ruler or a kind ruler. But I rule with iron fist. Show respect, you're good. <laughs> no respect, then iron fist you get. Yeah. But he, he said, well, no one, none of you people here wanted me to win this. Nobody wanted to be king of the ring. Mm-hmm. And I did it. I did. But thankfully for you, I could be benevolent. Yeah. Um, but he said, first, I want to recognize my opponent from law, from law, from raw, the final Chad Gable. Chad Gable. So Chad comes down the ring. And then Baron just makes a bunch of really cheap short jokes. Yeah. At Chad's expense. I know you came up a little short. <sighs> and so, of course, Chad Gable gets upset and he dumps Baron. He does like a two-legged takedown on Baron right on top of the throne. The throne yeah. just disintegrates. <laughs> they didn't glue that thing together. They just used little uh, little dowels, little pegs to yeah. keep it together. Uh, rips the robe off. Breaks the scepter across uh, Baron's midsection, kicks the mannequin over. Uh, Baron's out of the ring at this point, and then uh, Gable uh, rips up the cape some more, and then stomps on the crown. And Baron's screaming, "No!" I'm mildly disappointed that we're not going to have Baron Corbin wearing, unless he just gets new ones. No, he should take that crown and try to <laughs> bend it back into shape. So it's can, dude, that thing got it. that thing disintegrated. Yeah, no. that thing is in many pieces. Yeah, no, he needs to like. You know, duct tape, tape it together. together whatever, yes, yeah. obviously, I think that's the best best course. I, I would agree. I would agree with you. I just think that he has. He's got. Look, he's a man of high style. You saw that picture of him yesterday, sporting three very high priced. Uh, what they call clocks? Watches? Wrist clocks? Wrist clocks? <laughs> In front of a giant poster of another wrist clock. <laughs> he's a man of 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 much. Well, he style. had a nice suit last night. He did. I know. It was a nice, nice suit. Uh, oh, we got to do, do NXT. Yeah, that's yeah. a new thing now. Nice. Uh, after that, Heavy Machinery had a match against B-Team, went as well as expected for the B-Team, and that they lost him pretty quickly. What a waste of time this was. I don't care about either of these teams. Really? Yeah, not really. I mean, Heavy Machinery, I don't know. <clears throat> it's just one of those things, man. Like, okay, can we just fast forward to when Heavy Machinery gets a story? Because it ain't going to be with B-Team. No. No, no, no. No, the story now is uh, Otis grinding his hips and, and pelvic thrusts. Yeah, I kind of it's kind of off putting to be honest with you. I don't really find much humor in it. I'm very cold on that stuff. You are very cold on that. <laughs> he came out with just uh, tights last night. He didn't have the singlet. Yeah, I thought I had missed him just like putting the singlet down, but those are just trunks. Just had trunks. Wow. Bold. Yeah. I really wish. Did you uh, did you read the story about them uh, wrestling in sweatpants? Yeah. They were like a last minute. Yeah, because Liv Morgan was going to have a match. A dark match, yeah. <clears throat> they pulled her off uh, because she's going through a repackage. Mm-hmm. They don't want to put her out there yet. Until the, until that's done, yeah. And then and so they were like, hey, just get out there and have this match. And they weren't in their ring gear. Yeah. And uh, that's why they were wrestling in sweatpants. Yeah. I think, man... Number one, the fact that they show up to the arena just chilling in their sweats is amazing. Oh, yeah. It's that's, like, that's what you got to do, man. That's goals. Number two, just have them wrestle in their sweats. That'd be cool. Like, that's on brand right there. Mm-hmm. A couple dudes just barbecue in the backyard, wearing sweats, playing fantasy football. That, to me, is human interest. Yeah, that's prime heavy machinery for Absolutely. Steve. All right, well, maybe they'll listen to you. Yeah. Maybe what they'll do is what you do with your sweats. So during the winter, you know, it'll be the full leg. Summertime rolls around and they cut the they cut them in half so you just get short sweats then. I don't have any more sweatpants, man. I gotta go to Walmart and get some more because I cut my ones for summertime. Now I'm stuck because I can't I can't go around. At a certain point, you're gonna have like 30 pairs of of sweatpant shorts, but nary a pair of full length pants. I know. Ideally, that's the, that's the right situation. No, at a certain point, you got to say I have plenty of shorts, 
there's no reason for me to cut the, le- the legs off these pants. Now. You think Goodwill will turn all those sweat shorts away? They're going to be like, oh, cool, sweatpants. It's winter's coming. What the hell? Say, what jackass what just cuts the, the legs off all these sweatpants? Perfectly good sweatpants. Damn legs for these things. <laughs> Get out of here. It's like the, the stumps. We don't want the stumps. Yeah. We're human beings. Yeah. Anyways, Daniel Bryan comes out, uh, cuts a promo. Uh the fans uh, really love Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and he calls him out. So just look, two weeks ago, you're the same people booing me, accusing me of attacking Roman Reigns. Yeah. I didn't do that. And one thing I can say is that I never lied to any of you. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks why he recruited Eric Rowan. Um, he said uh, he, saw, he saw him as an equal. And more than that, he saw him as his friend. Yeah. He's still my friend, he yeah. says. Rowan comes out. Uh, says, tells Daniel Bryan that he felt disrespected. And then R- Bryan yells at him, don't do something about it. He, he says, no matter what you do to me physically, it won't match to what you did to me emotionally. But you betrayed me and betrayed our friendship. It's our friendship. Uh, and then so uh, Luke Harper runs and attacks Daniel Bryan from behind. Bludgeon Brothers lay him out in the ring. Roman comes down, tries to make the save. There's a great part where he's running down the ramp. Uh, Luke Harper tries to clothesline him. Uh, Roman Reigns ducks it. Slides in the ring, Superman punch to to Rowan. Uh, followed by a drive by ringside, but then Harper does drop him with a massive boot. Uh, tosses Roman to the ring steps, and then the Bludgeon Brothers do their power bomb double team thing to Roman into the ring post. They peel back the mats ringside. You know something awesome is about to happen. Oh yeah, and yeah, sadly it happened to uh, uh, local enhancement local towns. enhancement security so guard. Security runs out. And then uh, one gets body slammed right in the concrete. Oof. Another guy gets slammed on that Top guy. Top of that guy. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, and then Rowan just breaks off a piece of the ringside barricade mm. and then rams it into Roman. Mm. They clear off the announce table. And then the Bludgeon Brothers put Daniel Bryan through the announce table with their double crucifix bomb. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, man, no, uh, very few teams do wanton destruction as well as we'll say, we'll call them the Bludgeon Brothers now. Oh, I know okay. Just call them Harper. Harper and Rowan, Harper, Rowan yeah. because the, the level of disregard they seemingly have for anybody and anything while they're in the midst of one of these attacks is great to watch. Yeah. No, cause none of the, none of the conventions of what they, of, of how they're approaching them now are bludgeon brother. Like their teeth aren't, weren't their teeth messed up? It felt they? like they were putting stuff on their teeth to make them look dirty. Yeah, something. no, exactly. They were, they're, you know, gimmicking up their teeth mm-hmm. um, and they're not doing that. So that's good. I hope they let Harper actually get on the mic and talk. I know. I know. So, yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tom Phillips got laid out, too. Okay, so I actually was looking away when that happened. Yeah, I did, too. (laughs) All I I did, I, I looked there, I was like, what is that Tom Phillips? What's he doing there? Just taking a nap. I just saw the, everybody, I, I, I saw the Tom, ref run over to him. I saw, uh, everybody else jump the barricade. Okay. Yeah. But I missed Tom, Tom, Tom Phillips getting laid out. True buds. Two buds. <laughs> Ray Bostaff says, welcome to the law firm of Harper and Rowan. Harper and Rowan. So been in an accident. Do you have a settlement coming your way? Do you need cash now? Or an annuity? <laughs> Do you like risk clocks? Or is it, or is it what the ad on the radio is like if you get pulled over for a potential DUI? Yeah. <clears throat> keep 1-800 uh, Harper and Rowan in your phone. Yeah. Has your risk clock been stolen? Call there the you law go. firm of Harper and Rowan. Alex C. says, I wouldn't be surprised if their love of metal music factored into the team name. So that's actually, that brings up a great point. Metalheads. So, <laughs> airheads. Uh, oh, Phillips got pushed aside by Harper. Okay. 
So speaking of Harper, yeah, he was wearing an Amon Amarth. Yeah, I've heard of them. Me too. Uh, however, is he a fan of? We know that Rowan is a fan of that, oh, yeah, of, of that stuff. Okay, I see your point because that's the same shirt Harper was wearing on Sunday. Okay, so you think he just got he went to Hot Topic and got a couple metal band shirts, or he's borrowing? Rowan? No, he's he's more trim than Rowan. Yeah, is. yeah. So he has to get his own. So. He has like larges, and the other dude has like two XLs. Um, so is he a fan of that stuff? I don't know. He seems too mellow. Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying mellow people can't be a fan of that stuff. I'm just saying I'm not sure he's legit. And Shayna Baszler told me it's not cool for people to wear that stuff if you're not legit. Didn't I tell you that too? I don't care what you say. You're a dullard. Well, <laughs> take it from Shayna Baszler and his gospel, huh? Yes, I do, actually. She's wizened. Alex C says, person. is this like Steve in a Slayer shirt? Yeah. I almost got you. And a sl- do you ever see me wearing You know what I almost shirt. got you for your birthday? Slayer shirt. A Slayer shirt uh, greatest hits pack. I almost did that for you. So you can wear the shirt and actually get educated on their music. I know. I've tried to educate myself on the music. I have a streaming. I, I, I'm able to listen to the music. I have listened to it at the gym several times. I just can't get into it, man. I'm way too mellow. Give me sublime. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate Sublime. Yeah, I can't I even make that joke. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. No, I like, I, I, I just, yeah, it's, that's too much, man. It's too much. I like punk. I just don't like, I don't like metal. You know, like all that stuff. All the yelling and screaming and such. Too much. Just too oh, much. Uh, ha Ha Jackson here says he is a fan. He can confirm. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. You want to do this NXT preview? We got their first NXT on USA, at least an hour of it tonight. <laughs> Wayne says they're both massive Muse fans. Stop looking for validation, Wayne. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, what are we doing now? Uh, NXT preview. NXT preview. Undisputed Era's Golden Prophecy hinges on Roderick Strong. Yeah, I thought this too. Alex C said, I thought Larson meant a shirt that literally said Slayer's Greatest Hits. That'd uh, be awesome. See, no, that, no. I, mean, I think it's okay to support that. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be like a bunch of their albums <laughs> on the one shirt. Yeah. Uh, the Undisputed Era began 2019 by guaranteeing they'd be draped in championship gold within the year. This week, Roderick Strong looks to finally fulfill that prophecy when he challenges the eccentric and electrifying Velveteen Dream for the North American title live on USA Network with Adam Cole, Bebe holding court as NXT champion, and Bob Fish and Kyle O'Reilly recently winning the NXT tag team titles. Strong remains the only member of the Undisputed Era without a championship. After long campaigning for a one-on-one title bout with Dream, the Messiah of the Backbreaker went to extreme measures to provoke the champion into accepting, sending Dream's signature purple couch ablaze on the September 4th edition of NXT. The tactic worked in getting the champion's attention, but will Strong regret his decision when he enters the ring against an incensed Velveteen Dream? Or will the vertebrae-smashing superstar bring the Undisputed Era's prophecy to fruition? No rules, no disqualifications. <clears throat> Matt Riddle and Killian Dane prepare for a street fight. After a summer of barbaric sneak attacks and chaotic brawls, Matt Riddle and Killian Dane look to settle the score in a lawless street fight this week on NXT. There better not be a ref then. <clears throat> Since their rivalry began, the original bro and the Northern Ireland nightmare have crashed through the entrance stage, rendered tables to toothpicks, and brutalized each other with steel chairs. Dane won their only official one-on-one match by viciously targeting Riddle's already injured ribs, but despite the beating, Riddle wanted more of the Beast of Belfast after the bell. Their melee continued outside the arena after NXT went off the air, only ending when Dane crushed Riddle beneath the steel ladder. With it now abundantly clear that a standard match cannot contain the mayhem, the sports entertainment world is in for a free-for-all of epic proportions when two of NXT's all-time toughest superstars collide in a street fight on the second hour of NXT. Ah, that's on the second, second hour, hour yeah, they of said NXT, that last week. Streaming exclusively on the award-winning WWE Network. Fatal four-way match decides Shayna Baszler's next challenger. The acclaimed NXT Women's Division will take the spotlight when Mia Yim, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair clash in a fatal four-way match to determine the top contender to Shayna Baszler's NXT Women's title. The high-stakes match not only carries title implications, but it also brims with personal animosity. Yim and Belair are familiar foes, having gone to war in a best-of-three series earlier this year. The cagey head baddie in charge triumphed by pinning Belair twice, a feat that no other superstar has accomplished against the EST of NXT. LeRae and Shirai 
have been each other's throats ever since the genius of the sky revealed her true colors and callously betrayed Lorraine and June. Their grudge match at TakeOver Toronto, which Shirai won, did little to cool tempers, as Lorraine and Shirai's recent run-ins have shown. Which superstar will navigate the minefield, uh, outwit the competition, and stake a claim for a future title match with the Queen of Spades? This was written by WWE.com staff, so thank you, staff. Group effort. Group effort. Thanks, Absolutely. staff. Thanks, staff. Before we get to questions, Larson, I want to show this. Uh, I want to I want to mention this here real quick. I've had a bunch of these orders coming into friendomarket.com. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And in case you've missed it, we've reached out to Juan Ortiz, superstar artist, artist of uh, pro wrestling T-shirts from Young Bucks, uh, Sammy Callahan, mm-hmm. uh, members of other members of the elite, yeah. other people, like a ton, a ton. And uh, we reached out to him and said, hey, it's our, it's our fifth anniversary next week. Can you do a shirt for us? So these are uh, coming in very soon. Yeah. Uh, they're available right now. Oh, amazing. They right now at friendomarket.com. Going in Raw's fifth anniversary shirt sticker pack. There it is. A glow in the dark going in Raw logo sticker. A slow wolf hologram sticker. Oh, yeah. And then this Juan Ortiz art in a different colorway. Sticker, man, I want my hands on that glow in the dark sticker. I'll tell you what. Plus, you get an awesome postcard. It's double sided, and that shirt. Of course, we've got sizes from small to four XL. Look at this postcard right here. You got this on this side. Yeah, that you on got that side. on that side, and that and guy's like, Steve sitting here. What do, what you, want do you want from, want me? from me? Exactly. So check that out. We've already had Michael Gautier, I believe, uh, friendo, uh, put it in order today. We've had a bunch come in last night. Uh, they're moving quick. So friendomarket.com, it's really, really good. Get them while supplies last. Absolutely. All right, questions now. Let's take some. I'm going to head over to the Discord. Sounds good. Eddie Diltz, do you guys use wrist clocks or use phone for time? I use phone. Uh, When I was young, I used to wear a watch. I don't wear a watch. I always wanted one of those uh, wrist clock calculators. I had one of those when I was a kid. I know. I'm super jealous. You sported a lot of cool gear back then. I had that. I had a Swatch watch when I was a kid. Wow. That's awesome. Not, not, not anymore, though. A Swatch wrist clock? Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm, I mean, dude, it's right here. Like, yeah. What the heck? That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, the villain, Alan Black, power rank five wrestlers who should wrestle in sweats. Cesaro kind of did. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, everybody really should. Yeah, Kevin Cesaro Owens did. Does. He Kevin Owens kind of does. Sweat uh, shorts. Yeah. Um, Lesnar kind of does. I know they're supposed to be like MMA Lesnar, shorts, sure, but they're basically sure. workout that shorts. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I feel like Roman Reigns, after years of wearing the same gear and that vest, uh, he deserves to relax a bit. Chill, Roman. To chill and yeah. wear some sweats. Um, he would top my list. Uh, if Gallows was still Festus, mm-hmm. I feel like he would have sweat. Pants. Yeah, kind of have to. Yeah. What about in the women's division? Anybody in the, anybody in the women's division that comes off as a bit, I don't know, I'm not going to say lazy. What's the word I'm looking for? Relaxed? Yeah. I feel like Mickey James should wear sweats. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to chill a little bit mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Oh, totally. Man. Got another order in. Awesome. Who is this? Julie Roussel. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Another shirt sticker pack. Sold. Sold. Uh, let's see here. Deals. <laughs> Deals. Dominist. Uh, in kayfabe, since the McMahon family is running both Raw and SmackDown as a team, yeah, who will be making the picks for Raw and SmackDown during the draft? Oh, that's going to be Heyman and Bischoff because stars of shows on Fox and NBC Universal properties. That's who's be making the picks. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Like they, it, like they act like they have no idea who any of these people. Yeah, are. no. <laughs> Taken first by <laughs> Raw is no way, Jose. John Cena. <laughs> Not familiar with this this, this individual. No way, Harmony. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Butts asks, with the return of Harper's first name, will Andrade and Ali start getting their names back too? I hope so. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Really should. Really, uh, really should. Austin says, Larson. What? You're on SmackDown and it's draft night. Yeah. Two males, two females, one tag team. Who are you drafting? Did we did, when they when they did the draft in 2016? Did oh, we, we did like a mock, mock draft? draft. We should do that again. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. Yeah, we should do that next week. Okay, that was a lot of fun. I know that was cool. It did really well too. It did really well. That's the most important thing. Maybe for next we Saturday we should do that. We should get a podium. That seems a little formal. 
It's a draft, man. We're going to sit here like All right, idiots. so two, I'm on SmackDown. Two dudes um, from the entire company. Let's say not NXT, just current main roster members. I mean, you have to go with Brock. Yeah, you have He's to He's the ratings Brock. draw. You got to go with Brock. You go with Brock. Give me Brock. And then give me... Hmm. This isn't even a question, man. It's Brock and Roman. It's your first two. Yeah, I just figure people might be tired of seeing those two battle. People love Roman. All right, Brock and Roman. Uh, on the women's side, you go with Becky. Of course. And Charlotte. Sasha's hot right I know, now. I know. Um, and then tag team, go with the New Day. Oh, you were going to go with Heavy Machinery? And then I would take Kofi because he's not with the New Day. He's a singles competitor now. Break up the New Day. Oh, gosh. That's a horrible <laughs> what idea. A terrible Don't idea. Why would I day. do that? Don't break up the New Day. That's dumb. They're fantastic. Anyway, well, that question wasn't asked of me, so I'm not going to give you mine. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex C says, do you not think $25 million is too much? It makes Owens less relatable if he wins that. And if he loses, then he's a schmuck again. It's always lose, it's always lose, lose with face Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, you really should just be out there stunning people. It'd be cool if he just did this. Like he wins at $25 million, right? And then he just says, every week, I'm going to give this uh, money to the arena and it's going to be Taco Friday. No, that's what we should do. Every wrestler, they get a bus. Yeah. But I think that he should give it to the WWE Universe. Yeah, some of that too. The Universe too, yes. <laughs> yeah, making fun of himself. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he never said Universe. Yeah. <laughs> he said st- You never saw that. Somebody tweeted at him. <laughs> you never see Stone Cold trying to win feuds with uh, litigation. Yeah, but he never said Universe. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Adrian C., how bad were those NXT shirts released yesterday? Dexter Lumis one wasn't bad. Here's the, the issue, though, is they're probably done with the crap iron-on process, and they probably even if the design are good, they're probably not going to look good anyways. <laughs> If that Champa shirt I got was any indication. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably going to be ugly as crap. Um, yeah, they're bad. There was a funny... God, I, who was it? I retweeted, I think, yesterday because I, I was laughing so hard at it. Somebody did like a quick uh, YouTube vid. Uh, let's see if I can find it on my dumb Twitter. Um, let's see here. Somebody... Oh, here we go. So who is this? Uh, Chris, but it's spelled with a K-H. And his, uh, the Twitter account is at King Kristen. Oh, so yeah. it's K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N. And he did a little, a funny little skit about coming up, mm-hmm. <laughs> coming up with t-shirt designs. How they did it. It was like, you know, obviously it's the guy at the last minute. Oh, yeah, no, I did that. He's like, yeah, we need those designs tomorrow. We're going live. He's like, it goes away. He starts like dumping a bunch oh, of filters a, on stuff. A Tegan Knox one too. I didn't see that. That was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, there are names in there I've never even heard of. There was like, I forget what was the one that I didn't hear of. I don't know. I was like, let's see. We, oh. oh, yeah, there you go. Pull them up. Go away. It is so bad. I think they just click on NXT and they're all there. That skull one is cool, but it's so like, oh, we need a skull shirt. This one's not bad. Like, that's kind of cool. It looks yeah. like spray paint. That's okay. This the Velveteen a, Dream one is good. That's nice and colorful. That's amazing. That is amazing. That Street Profits We Want the Smoke one is amazing. That one's not bad. That is so this good. One, the other one, the red one, is not very good. That's terrible. Oh, Damien Priest has one. I didn't see that. It's not terrible. That's okay. It's, it's like a metal album cover. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, Those aren't the bad ones. Go down. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. There's like they're oh all... that one oh my gosh, <laughs> look at that Bronson Reed one. That's terrible. That's Vanessa awful. Board. The worst one is the Jordan Miles one. Yeah, what is that? What is that Chelsea Green one? Are they? They're like a oh yeah, they're that's right. Well, they're a tag team, so that kind of works. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Um, oh look at the Dio Madden one. That's horrible. What is that? That swerve one looks like something. Is that like a Wolfenstein thing? Kind of. It looks. Like, that looks like something specific. These but are it, all, it's bad. It's really bad. All oh, the outliers. One is bad. What is that Raul Mendoza one? I don't know, man. That's awful. The outline. That's terrible. Look at the Angel Garza one. That's terrible. That's really bad. Oh yeah, Brendan Vink. I don't even know what that is. I mean, the Rick Bouge one kind of works, yeah. but not really. Yeah, the Jordan Miles one is really bad. The Dexter Loomis one, it's shocking they didn't put that in, in Blood Red. They should have. That's so awful they didn't do that. Oh, Austin Theory, that's the most generic. Look at this one. That's terrible. That's awful. Shane Thorne one's terrible. These are so lazy. Like, they're wait, there's so many gradients on these things. I know. And God bless Cassiusono. He was hyping his up on Twitter saying, you know, man, this is the first time I ever had one on WWE Shop. I think it's great. If you guys, you know, buy this. Uh, that'll send feedback saying you want more with better designs, that's a which good, is a that's good a point. And it's a very positive attitude to take. This Keith Lee one's not terrible. That's not terrible. Oh my God. Look at the walking wild. It's not good. Some of these Parker and Martel. I thought they were just a jobber team. They were on TV. A There's another back. Martel. Yeah. They were on TV a couple weeks back. These are the guys with the Fleur de Lis that were super fr- friendly to each other. Oh, I like those guys. Uh, Nick C, if Kofi beats Brock, he should relinquish the title and retire because there's no way he could top that victory. <laughs> Wait, what's that? If Nick C says if Kofi beats Brock, <laughs> he should relinquish the title and retire. Yeah, I agree with that. Austin has these shirts here. The Velveteen Dream and Johnny Gargano. These actually have some thought put in them, though. Yeah, they got some 80s design. Yeah. 80s inspired design. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I got to go to the SmackDown QA thread on mm-hmm. Patreon. Uh-huh. Uh, Alex Foster asked, what would you be able to offer King Corbin in order to please his kingdom? Oh, a lovely portrait of the king. Mm. Done in sort of like a bad comic book. He's going to look a little slow. His proportions will be a little bit off because I'm really not that good. <laughs> I'd write an ode to my king. Oh, that's good. Okay, I like in it. Musical form. You're not, you can serenade. I'd break out, I'd break out the, the lute. Yeah, the lute. There yeah. you go. That's good, too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, what a great question, Joshua Martinez. Yeah. Since Offset was on SmackDown last night, what's your favorite music slash wrestling crossover? How is it not Lemmy? Yeah. Lemmy doing Triple H's themed live has got to be like, that's that's awesome. That's pretty cool. That's great. Kiss or, Demon. Yeah, that's, that's a great one. No, that's a great one. <clears throat> Wasn't there a country singer in the NWO? No, NASCAR driver. Never mind. Yeah, yeah Kyle Petty. That's right. Was there a kind of one? Man, wasn't there like a... There might have been a country singer. Um, and then, of course, uh, what was the uh, uh, Mr. Perfect's uh, country music group who had oh. that song, Rap is Crap? Oh, was it the called? West Texas Outlaws or something like Rednecks? that? Rednecks? The Rednecks? West Texas Rednecks? That sounds right. That was my favorite wrestling music crossover. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, You're just a huge uh, Bobby Duncan Jr. Oh, wow. They actually had like, they played the instruments. So you had Kurt, guitars and vocals, Bobby Duncan on lead guitar, Barry Windham on the drums. That tripped me. I remember one time. Kendall Windham on bass. I was laughing so hard because one time I put a picture of those guys in front of you and I said, 
who's that? And he said, well, it's Barry Windham. And then I looked at the other Windham. I said, who's that then? And you're like, why are there two Barry Windhams? Because <laughs> I forgot there was a second Windham. I was like, right? There's like two Barry Windhams in that two, picture. Two Barry Windhams. But it's Kendall Windham. They both just very distinctly look like Windhams. It's creepy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, who's that? You're like, that's Barry Windham. I'm like, okay, who's no, that? No, that's Barry Windham. Yeah, exactly. That's Barry. That's Kendall Windham. But my God, they look. They both look like Barry Windham. Oh, look at that live performance there. It's not good. What a terrible idea. It's a really bad idea. They all look like they're having fun, though. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, let's see if there's any. Oh, here's a forced. Uh, Daskamania, can you explain Sasha's new character to me? And there's a lot more here where he's like trying to figure out what she is, but uh, I don't know. She's the boss, and uh, she's coming after what is hers, mm-hmm. and that's uh, money and the title and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's her character. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is good. James Fletcher, how could a dog be incorporated into a wrestling company different to Cody's dog, Pharaoh? Well, obviously what you want to do is uh, have a dog be, for no reason whatsoever, the authority figure. <laughs> so anytime there's some wonky ass booking, ruff, ruff. <laughs> comes out on the ramp. Ruff, 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 ruff. <laughs> and then everybody has to figure out what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want. I want I want I want someone to put a, a dog on their shoulders and you do the trench coat thing. <laughs> and so you have dog dog world champ. That's just the trench coat thing. But it's, it's, it's Dog World Champ. <laughs> Whoa. F5. Done. But everybody thinks it's a giant dog. <laughs> With human feet and arms. Yeah, but like the guy puts like fake Some like, paws. like paw gloves on. Yeah. He's got a wrist clock on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh my uh, god. Johan von Wolf. Mr. Here comes here comes Mr. Ruffalot. Let's see yeah, what he has to yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> two, two out of three falls. Ruff ruff. <laughs> Johan von Wolfhausen, no WWE two K event for you guys this year. Guess not. Oh man. Yeah. Guess not. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That is too much. All right. Well, that's a good one to go out on. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we got over on coming up in a little bit. Chat trivia day. Yep, yep, yep. Somebody wins a prize that I don't send to them. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Oh, my goodness gracious. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.